I'm Reen Schwarzer, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast. Microphones, activate! Hello, and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick Lynn. Joining me today, as always, is Taylor White. What's up, Taylor? What's up, Nick? What's up, listeners? How are ya? It's time. After work, you know, Taylor is, it's like 5 a.m. And he's trying to let you know. It's, yeah, it's, this is a late night podcast. We had uh, interesting schedules this week. So recording at 12.30 a.m. my time. So it's going to be real late by the time this is over. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> this is all for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so what's up? Anything new? Anything? I mean, there's there's been some hints out since you know E3 is almost here. They've been dropping some some news, some little teases. So we're gonna talk about those. Mm. Are, you, are you excited for any of them? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. There's there's been some big news, uh, or there's been some yeah cool news about some new new games. There, you know, usually we didn't include this, but we usually like compile news stories so we know what we're going to talk about. There is a really sad story, actually, or potentially sad story that I want to talk about once we get there. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry about that. Taylor uh, froze for a second. My internet went out or died or something happened. So, so we're back. Uh, but yeah, there's been a lot of news and we talked about that really sad news. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And we'll hopefully... Uh... Nothing happens there. But let's move on to, uh, first, let's move to some good stuff. Yeah. Or some hopefully good stuff. So they had a new game was just announced called Baldo coming to pretty much everything. And it's a cell shaded action adventure game. It looks like, pretty much looks like Legend of Zelda. And it straight up ripped off Nino Kuni's art style. Like, it, there's no hiding it. Which ripped off Studio Ghibli. Studio well, well, Ghibli. Well, Studio Ghibli. It was Studio Ghibli, though. Yeah. This is funny. I when I was watching. I'm like, I get it. I'm like, I I like that art style. I get why you're doing it. But then it, the trailer kept going, and they're adding like all these mystical creatures. And I was like, man, this is straight up Nino Kuni. <laughs> hey, it's not a bad art style to copy. It's a really pretty art style. So. Yep, yep, yep. Except this art style is weird. Like the mouths look really awkward when they're big and huge. Yeah, yeah. This is all they've shown. I I couldn't find anything about the studio. I think this is their first game. I don't even know if they're Japanese or if they're Western or what. But it looks cool. You know, it's like you said. It looks like Nino Kuni, but plays like a Zelda. So um, hopefully at E three we'll hear more or sometime soon because it looks yeah. neat. It does look neat. Uh, we're probably gonna see more in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, or... we're leading up to E three. So every I feel like. Over the next couple weeks, like every day, people are gonna start dropping trailers, maybe even announcing more games. But didn't this look kind of look like classic Legend of Zelda, right? So that's not your thing, Taylor. Yeah, well, it depends because I really liked A Link Between Worlds, and then I like Breath of the Wild. So I don't know. It's it looks like they're got some RPG elements. You're exploring, but then there's a lot of puzzles and stuff like that. So. This is just an Alundra clone. Gosh. There you go. That's it. <laughs> you need to be more original like Alundra was. Yeah, it's not like they were copying Zelda or anything. I know. Straight up Zelda. 
Um, yeah. So let's move on to the next one. I forgot to do a little timestamp there. My bad. Uh, Atelier Ryza announced for PS4. I remember like a couple days ago, they're like, ooh, Studio Gust is uh, teasing a new game. I wonder what it is. And it's, of course, it's an Atelier game. I'm shocked, Nick. I'm shocked. I am <laughs> shook right now. I can't even right now. I am literally shaking. <laughs> But what's you know what's interesting? It's only PS4. Usually, like you know, Lalua like just came out in the West, and that's PS4, PC, and Switch. So that's interesting that this is only PS4. For now. For now. Maybe just in Japan. I don't know. Or maybe uh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna come on PS5, uh, PS5, uh, PC. There's like there's no reason why it won't. But yeah, Japan's not big on PC, but they are big on Switch. Like I don't know if you heard this, but recently. The Switch uh, officially outsold the PS4 in Japan. You know why? So, because Sony keeps freaking censoring everything. Not in Japan. No, even in Japan. No. Yeah. Really? Yes. Well, also, I, the more obvious, the real answer is because Japan is a commuter on-the-go country, so they like their portable gaming. No, it's because that's of the, the censorship. It's because of that's the censorship, the, Taylor. Uh, you know, you know right. it's, it's because of this. The Japanese love their visual novels. All right. <laughs> but yeah that's cool uh i wonder if we're gonna see a new switch you know there's been all these rumors about these new model switches or new switch models so yeah possibly you know there you know there were with the, with the two rumors where were like a mini switch and then like a switch deluxe that runs better so i yeah i'm with you i'm very, i'll be very curious to see what what happens? I mean, E3 is right around the corner, and they have a lot of games that are supposedly coming out before the end of the year that they have not shown anything of, like Luigi's Mansion. We lost them again. And Town, we really... We lost them again. All right, you're nope, back. There we go. Okay, gosh dang it. Sorry. So good. So Luigi's Mansion 3. Totally forgot that game was a thing. I know, right? That's oh, really. Um, no, Metroid Four. Did you say Metroid Four? Prime Four? No. So Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, uh, Town, um, yeah. and then Bayonetta Three. I don't know if that's coming out. That's probably not coming out this year. But they haven't shown that at all. No, they haven't. So yeah. Of course, remember the, the old rumors of Star Fox Racing or whatever. You know what that turned out to be, right? The Atlas no. game. The Atlas game? You know the... the Is it called Atlas? That ship game, remember, with the toys to life thing? And they had the Star Fox characters on the Switch? That... Well, no, no, because the rumor was that Retro was making that game. Yeah, but there's, and... there, but there's a Switch. The, the That game mode was... One of the game modes was racing, so it's like, there it is. It's right there. There's, there's Star Fox racing. Nothing. That's a big stretch. I, I don't think that's what that is. But they're, the, Retro's working on Metroid Prime Four now, so I bet they just cancel it or put it on hold or something like that. But what the heck is this? they have. Uh, there's plenty of dormant franchises that they could resurrect if they wanted to do a racing game. Wave Race, uh, F Zero. You know, there's a lot that they could do. So let's go back to our uh, news. Atelier Riza. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, this was being made co-side Lalua. Mm. But 
this one is being made like there's been a lot of tidbits from uh, the producer Jonzo Hozai, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them is a lot of the stuff is interesting because it says they want to make it a little more realistic, like more a little more realism to their models instead of all cartoony. Yeah. So you you've seen it, it was like before it was like really like chibi like right, and then it grew mm-hmm. into like anime style, and now they're gonna try like realistic anime style. So I wonder. I wonder. I don't, I don't know what that means. Is that like? Tails? Like, what is realistic anime? I'm, I'm curious what that looks like. I don't know. I mean, if you look at the picture, it still kind of looks like, you know... It's blurry, but yeah, you can kind of... You can totally tell. It's, it's still... It looks like an anime game still. Yeah. The thing that really caught my eye, and you know me and my... And all this stuff, they said that they're trying to go for the feeling of summer memories. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining beach, lots of um, tropical stuff possibly you know bright weather so i like the i like the little teaser it has a cool vibe to it so i'm hoping that's good because i haven't bought an atelier game in a while not including maruru i mean i bought maruru and you know about that yeah where it uh it broke and then they they eventually did patch it by the way so i i well could... you don't you don't have to uh worry because it's not going to be on switch this time that's right yeah well, I just, the bar part is, I just don't care about um, Maru anymore. I'm like, I'm too far gone. I don't care. So The scenario is being produced in the way that we did Blue Reflection. So I don't know mm-hmm. what that means. But you guys who played Blue Reflection, I guess that means something to you? Uh-huh. For the music, we asked for those in charge of the previous Atelier games, as well as new folks who create high-quality music. Because, you know, Atelier Games had shitty music, you know? <laughs> yeah, I they have good, but they're all kind of samey. So I'm wondering if they're trying to just inject some new life into the soundtracks. It's going to be like the new Tales games. You know, the Tales games had the new the same sound, but there's some songs that are like... <laughs> like, really, like, over the top. It's going to have those moments. Oh, my... Like, all... The last, like big handful i would say the last like five or six tales games all had a very similar soundtrack like outside of the battle theme and a couple of main themes you could play it to a you know, you just play it next to each other i'm like i don't know which one yeah no, no i'm just saying that it has the samey like there's this tales like signature sound but then there's another composer that they use that like makes these really epic songs that hmm. doesn't sound like the same tales things you yeah. hear that in you hear that in Zesteria and Berseria. Uh, the synthesis, gathering, and battle being the core three elements of the game has not changed. Makes sense. For the players, the feelings of familiarity and relief in game staying the same have gradually become a groove that I haven't been able to get out of. So this time there is a big change at the core of the game. So they're changing. They are changing something at the core. <laughs> But they just don't. Interesting. They haven't said. Hmm. I mean, most of the games have revolved around you doing quests to advance the story that revolve around alchemy. Like, make ten of these things. You have to go to a field area, collect the things, make it for somebody. The story progresses. So it's not like your typical JRPG where you're like hopping from town to town and what everything. If, what yeah. if? What if? You know, you know, this is not going to happen. But what if, instead of like 
a map that you just go to places and time automatically changes for you. What if there's a day and night cycle? That'd be kind of cool. And you have to actually run or go to your places, and it's all done in real time, quote-unquote. Mm, I don't know if they have the... The budget? Chops to do that. The chop or the budget. Maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe that's the new core change. I don't know. I mean, just make it like you know, Harvest Moon, Moon Factory. You know, if it was like that, I think if if uh, if Atelier had the same core concept with the alchemy, the gathering, the synthesis, and all that crap, and had that real timeness. And had like a more connected world, I think I think it would act the the series would actually blow up a little more popular than it is now. Do you think so? Yeah, there's probably a few subtle things they could do. I mean, because I remember when I first played Rorona, it felt like a Harvest Moon kind of game in a way, but not really. I, I mean, I think they have. I mean, Stardew Valley got really popular, so people like that kind of game now. Um, I think there's something there, and they, their art's good. I love the art style and all the Atelier games, so that's never been a problem. It's always just been, they're kind of the same. Like I, before the podcast, I think I called it the Madden of JRPGs. Like they have not before the podcast. Why don't you actually two. called it on the podcast that? Yeah, it's like they put one or two out every year. It's insane. So, um. So yeah, it says since both they said right here since both the story and systems are changing, some players might be dissatisfied, but we are prepared for that. But this is a first. Mm. This is the first step towards a new atelier. I'm willing. Uh, I'm okay with them changing it because I haven't played. Like I said, I haven't played one in a while. A yeah. new one. None of the PS4 ones. Um, Sophie and. Alua and Liddy and Suell. They just have really weird names. <laughs> but I haven't played any of them, so. Uh, I, I wonder how, what Lulua is like. So we gotta ask we gotta ask the Discord. Yeah, Abe is playing it. I think a couple other people are, so. Yeah. So, look forward to seeing what this game actually looks like, because it's actually, it sounds it sounds interesting, and then if they're changing stuff, we, you know, maybe they're changing stuff with it better. You know, maybe they're Hopefully finally evolving. I, yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe now's the time because they've been making the same, pretty much the same game with new characters for a really long time. They can only make very subtle changes game to game, so hopefully they can do something a little different. Well, it said it's being made at the same t- it was being made at the same time as Lulua, and Lulua's already out, and they're still, like, you know, working on it. Maybe they are putting a little more time onto it, so. Hmm. Cool. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Star Ocean First Departure R announced for the PS4 and Switch. Who cares? So let's move on to the next one. No, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you'd actually like this yeah. game, Nick. So you this know why? Isn't this like kind of like more Talesy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. This is it's the one like the 2D fighting game style, like the old Tales games, and I'm like, this is gonna be right up Nick's alley. Unless the stupid remake makes it 3D, and then it's not. It's not because all you know what I think it is. They this is they already remade one, and I think this is just a remaster of the remake. If that makes that's, sense, I think that's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Square Enix has announced Star Ocean First Departure R, a high definition remake of the 2007 remise, uh, released PSP remake. So it's a high definition remake of the remake. Yeah. Okay. 
with an additional uh, few new features for the PS4 and Switch. So maybe they're like, you know what, our new starter can suck. So uh, let's release ones that are that are actually good. So, yep, really, sounds about right. <laughs> I've you know I never get really given Star Ocean thought. Mm. I'm sorry. I played one, and it was four, and it was extremely bright and it hurt my eyes, <laughs> and um, it was really hard. I had no idea what I was doing. It was one of mm. those like, what do I do? Where do I go? Why is the first monster I fight destroying me? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I've played plenty of JRPGs like that. Or I'm like, where am I supposed to go? Over here? Oh, I'm dead. All right. And that's nope. saying a lot, because it's me. <laughs> that usually doesn't happen. So, I'm happy. I'm, I'm interested in seeing what this was. Ooh, someone had, like, you know. It does, like, their Star Ocean long play from the Super NES. It mm. looks exactly like Tails, which is really funny. Yeah, I know. It's, that's why I figured you would probably like it. So I don't know when it's... Does it have a release date? No, there's no release date or anything. So they're probably going to show it off at the Square Enix E3 thing. Yeah. The, I, so from what I gathered, so there's that character. Or there's the girl with the pink hair. pink hair, blue hair, and the guy with the yellow hair. Apparently that's all new art. So... Yeah, it looks like new maybe, art. Now. Maybe the graphics are changing a little bit, or maybe like maybe it's like Persona where they have that like in in game graphics, but then they have like a character portrait or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see. So if it if it, it does play like an old Tales game, will you give it a try? Hell yeah! I <laughs> see. Here's the thing: I've always wanted to love Star Ocean, but man, it just has never grabbed me. Like, there's not very many sci-fi JRPGs, and there's, like, even fewer good ones, so... You know what's crazy? What's crazy? This guy used to be, you know, this guy this guy on, this, on the other side, this Taylor guy, used to be a PSP writer for Blizzard Thumbs, and you mm -hmm. played the PSP version of Ghost, uh, the Star Ocean. What is this guy? He's Did a, it come he, out here? He's a fraud! A fraud! Did it did it come out in English? Yeah, I think before. So. I, I, oh, think I've, I think I remember seeing it at my GameStop. So interesting. Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. Actually, hold on. I'm gonna look this up real quick. He's looking it up. He's gonna make sure that he didn't miss it, but he he totally did miss it. Yeah, no, I definitely did. I because I know they did one and two. I think on PSP. Yeah, they did. If I'm not mistaken. Star Ocean First Departure. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's uh, that's a Tales game right there. <laughs> when did it come out? When did it come out? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, like you said, um, 2007, right? 2007, so this is, this is like way before the Taylor came back from Korea. Yeah, this this was like before I got into that, so I didn't even I didn't go back. This is during Madden, Madden and WoW Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's right. 2007, so that would have been junior of college, potentially senior, depending on what when it released. But um, this is Cartoon Fiend Taylor. Cartoon Fiend. Oh my God! Now we're really going back. Yeah. Okay. So it is. So it is like Persona. So there's like in-game sprite character graphics, and then there's character portraits. So when they talk, you can kind of have a better idea of who's talking. So I, what I'm guessing is going to happen is they're going to replace those 
with newer high res art, and then obviously they'll just up res everything else. But yeah, this looks really good, actually. Right, I'll, so I'll, let's, let's hope that's what they do, because if they totally make it 3D, then it's gonna be oh bad. Oh my god. Taylor's like, how did I miss this game? Oh, dude, it's got like pre-rendered backgrounds and everything in it. Oh, man. This really reminds me of the, um... Are you, are you looking at, like, the PSV remake? Yeah. Wow, this looks really good, dude. So the, you know, I, I will say that the backgrounds look really good. The character models look like if you took a Super Nintendo game and made it an like did an iPhone port, you know what I mean? Where they smooth out all the pixels and it looks weird. Have you yeah. ever seen that before? Mm -hmm. So this is running on an emulator, the footage I'm watching. So I'm wondering if that's what the emulator does. It like smooths well, it out. A lot of PSP, like a lot of uh, PSP ports or games like that did that. Oh, really? Yeah, because the okay. Tales of Eternia uh, port, same thing. It like smoothed them out, smoothed out the sprites. It looked weird. But dude, this I've I've never played this game and it's making me insanely nostalgic. Like it's like <laughs> it's I think this was originally a, a Super Nintendo game because Starship Two was a PS One game. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's got like a your typical village and it's got that like PS One esque like. So you're in the village and you're like, hey mom, I'm gonna go hunting and you're like, and she's like, okay, I'll see you later, and then you go hunting with your friend, right? And then yeah. you hear alarm bells. Or alarms. You turn around, you see like a bunch of spaceships shooting the freaking village, and it's like, oh no, my village is being destroyed. And there's a magical girl that randomly appears from a tree. She's like, you wow. must save her. Have you played this game before, Nick? <laughs> hmm. So the so I will say that the battle system is not totally tails. So the, what it is, it when you encounter an enemy, it's two D, but there's like layers, if that makes sense. So you you can go up and down as well as side to side. So it's like Tales but, of Rebirth. Sure, I don't. I've never played Tales, Tales of Rebirth. Rebirth so. Tales of Rebirth has the two D battle system, but there's like three lanes that you go in. Yeah, it's like that. So, That's not too bad. But I, I love. I really, really dig the look. It's yeah, could be cool. Taylor, hopefully they. Digs it. What? Taylor digs it. I digs it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they release a physical version. But considering. What I'm looking at, it's probably going to be digital only, which sucks. But... What can you do, man? Or it's going to be like, here's a collector's edition. You know, yeah, the, I'll, I'll be dumb and be like, you know what? I got to have a physical copy. So I know. And it's I'll like, oh, no. Paper. It's Steelbook. Okay, it's Steelbook. Oh, oh, wait. The European version has one that's not? All right. I'm going to go buy that one. <laughs> you know what? That's probably what's going to end up happening. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. What am I going to do with you? All right. So let's uh, move on to the sad news. And since you're the one who wanted to talk about it, you have the floor. Yeah, so Nipponichi apparently is in some financial troubles. Uh, they released a iPhone version of Disgaea in Japan. And it's I don't know much about it, but apparently it's like a, you know, a gotcha style you know, random hero collector type of game. But apparently it had all kinds of bugs and it had tons of technical issues, so they pulled it and they have not released it. 
they have not put it back on the store yet. And so that apparently, you know, drained a lot of money. And so they're having to like sell stock really cheap just to get some money coming in. And there's a lot of rumors that Nipponichi America is gonna maybe lay some people off. So it's- You know what sucks? Because Nipponichi America is like, it's a freaking translating Cold Steel 3. And possibly Ease 9. Yes, I know. So, you know, here's what I'm gonna say. I, I tweeted this and I think it's really true. Nipponichi has just been like getting nicher and nicher and nicher and has not really made a game with super wide appeal in a while. Like I think their best selling game of the last like decade was Disgaea 5. And I think the only thing that helped is because it released during the launch window of Switch. So people didn't have a lot to play like, oh, I'll buy Disgaea 5 because it's a big strategy RPG and um, I think that did really well for them. But then they, they do all these really small, weird games that, like, you and me are into small, weird niche JRPGs. And if we're not buying them, there's, there's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, they released Witch on the Hunter Night 2. I didn't. I really did not like the first one. Oh, you, I know. Um, didn't you like the first one when you, like, previewed it? And then when you bought, played the game, you're like, wow, this is, this is awful. Well, so back in the day, I would always go to the Nipponichi event. So they would always have a press event every year in San Francisco. And I went every year for like three or four years. And I re- I was like really good friends with the people that work there. They don't work there anymore, but I was really good friends with them. So I got all the games. We were in really good relationship. And I remember that this was going to be the first big 3D game. And they teased it for a lot of those conferences. And so finally they released, they, you know, put it in people's hand, but they were, it was like, it was very obvious that they have not worked on 3D games before because a lot of that game takes place in a forest and the trees would always get in the way of the camera. Character models are terrible. Um, and then combat just it felt didn't quite feel right. And so, you know, they've been doing a couple other things. They released a dungeon crawler called um, like Labyrinth of Refrain or something like that. And I don't know how well that did, but like mm-hmm. you look at it, it's clearly like the Disgaea art style. Um, and I don't know if these are internally developed, but like, uh, NIS America really recently released this game or is going to release this game called, uh, Lapis X Labyrinth. Have you seen that? That sounds very familiar, actually. I think we talked about it once. It's like a, it's like a 2D side-scrolling RPG where you stack the characters on top of each other and you're just like collecting loot. Mm. It looks really weird. Um... (laughs) That, they, that, that, so sounds like a, that sounds like a Nipponichi game. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so I will say the one game that I don't know if it's coming out this year in America, um, but they're putting out this game called oh, uh, Destiny Connect. And it's about like these like kids and they have this robot that they follow around in this looks like a big theme park town looks like if disneyland was a town that's kind of what it looks like Mm. and you can control time or something like that and so you you are trying to figure out this mystery (laughs) of this town and the best way i can describe the art style is like it's as if jimmy neutron was a jrpg like that's the best way i can describe it (laughs) what that's the art style looks like jimmy neutron i i'm yeah here i gotta send this to you real quick well i can't really look at it right now but i'm gonna send you a link and you're gonna look at it well i can't I can't minimize your window, dude. Oh, oops. 
Well, I can screen share, and that might help. Or you could, or you could just. Can you write it in the? You know what? Just ignore it. It's fine. No, I'm gonna screen share. All I know is that all I know is that when Cold Steel Three comes out, they're gonna make a lot of money, and they're gonna be fine. Oh God, he's screen sharing it. Wow, it does kind of look like Jimmy Neutron. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. This is. uh... Yeah. Very interesting. Yep. So anyway, yeah, but it looks cool. I mean, it's it's like a turn-based RPG, and it's kind of quirky, and the I, I like the art style, or some of the art is kind of neat. So <laughs> I don't know why, Maddie. I don't know why. <laughs> there's there's the typical loudness that you guys all know. <laughs> she must be reading. Anyway, so what are you, what are your thoughts on Nippon Ichi? Because I know you 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 have a bunch of box Disgaea games that you've never opened, and you, I don't like. I feel like we're in the same boat. Like they just keep more niche, and we don't play their games anymore. I don't think I've ever really played their games. I don't really care. Hmm. Uh, I played Disgaea one back in the day, and I thought that was really good. And I buy Disgaea all the time, but I just don't play them. I don't know why. But to me. Like, I know people said in Disgaea 3 or 4, they updated the sprites to be HD. To me, I feel like you could put 1 through 5 side by side, and you'd have a pretty tough time telling which is which. Like, they're similar, but they're very samey. Yeah, they are. They're samey. Oh, no. There's a... I mean, the style is exactly the same. Yeah. But the quality is night and day. I don't know. It is pretty crazy how different the HD sprites are. But yes, it, uh, I mean, it's like they they the cool thing is that they capture the style of the old sprites and the new sprites, so it looks the same, right? But mm-hmm. it's still, you're, they're, look at them, Taylor, and you'll see the difference. My point is, like, the games are very samey. Like, well, yeah, it's they, all... they're just wacky and weird. There's not, like, a lot of I don't know. There There is a lot of depth and there isn't. I feel like the, all the levels kind of... There there's not interesting design. There's, That's my problem. I think there's not a lot of interesting design with the levels. There's crazy amount of depth, but you have to actually go looking for it. You have to, have to go to it. Like the item world stuff and all that. Yeah. And you go, uh, and there's an item world for every single item. Every single item. So. Yeah, I mean, to, if, you know... We do this, ep- do an episode next week, and news breaks that they're closing down. I totally wouldn't be surprised, just because their games are just—they need to make a game with more a wide appeal. Or but something. are they are they connected to freaking Nippon-ichi America, man? See that—that's my question. Can Nippon-ichi America survive, or if they have to close down, can they form another studio or? team up like go work with XC or something or start a new little localization something that would be a huge shame to have NIS America close because they localize a lot of games like we've said a lot of Falcon games that um, NIS Japan does not make so that would be a shame if they close sure. yeah I wonder if they're even you know if even they're even that really connected you know I don't know but time will tell you know hopefully you know they they've already got stuff booked for E3, I imagine. Um, so hopefully it all works out. But 
Cold Steel 3, man. And Ease 9. Ease 9 is looking real good. I mean, there's a couple pieces of news that introduced some of the characters, but it wasn't worth talking about. But man, the more I see of Ease 9, the more excited I get. That game is going to look... A lot of party members, it looks like. Yeah, and very different than what I thought they were. There's a there's a girl that kind of has this um, this big hat with a feather sticking out. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be the archer girl, but apparently she's got like some chain scythe something rather. That's weird. I, it was, I, didn't, really, I, didn't, I, I didn't even look, I didn't even look at that. I didn't even read that button that, and I was like, I bet you she has a scythe. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm psychic, guys. There you go. Speaking of psychic. How many times have you ever realized? Have you have you ever, when you're listening to your music, and it's on mm. random, or shuffle, and you start singing the song that you want to hear, and then suddenly that song starts playing on shuffle, like it shuffles to that song. Mm. Have you ever had that happen to you? Because that happens to me, all the time. And I it kind of, it kind of freaks me out. <laughs> so I don't play a lot of playlists on shuffle. I kind of have. You know me, I listen to the same songs over and over and over. So I just kind of have my playlist and I let it do its thing. But that happens to me like all the time and it's really freaky. And it happens when I'm not even paying attention. Like I start singing the song, I start singing the song that's not the song that's playing. And then that song ends. And then that song that I'm singing starts playing. And I'm like, I'm psychic. Oh, snap. So if anyone's had the same experience that I have, and don't tell me it's a coincidence because it happens all the time. <laughs> Leave just, a comment. It's just weird. Let us know. Or the the freaking phones read my damn mind. Technic or whatever Maddie just said. I feel bad for the listeners because they don't see my slow turning around looking at the door. <laughs> but yeah, um... I just thought, because uh, that happened to me when I was driving to work today. It's like, ah, oh, it's happening again. What What the heck? It's scary. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's move to some, uh, what we've been playing. Okay. So I actually started up something. Oh. I, I started playing Grandia 2 again. On the... <laughs> again. I feel like you played this more than any JRPG. Grandia 2? Yeah. Not Grandia 2. Grandia, maybe, but not Grandia 2. No, dude, because I remember when you played it, you liked it, and then when we were in the apartment, you played it at least twice, and then you're playing it again. I don't know. I feel like you played this game a lot. This, this, anyway. this is my fourth playthrough. Right, my That's fourth, a lot for a big RPG. Yeah. But this is the HD version. I played the PS2 version. That's the one that I owned, and that one is known to be like a bad port and like be missing content. Mm. So I'm like, okay. Let me try the PC version. I now know why we haven't heard anything from the Grand the Grandia remasters. Really? This port has so many problems. Really? The HD version <laughs> yeah, on PC? It has a lot of problems. Uh, mostly wow. have to do with sound. Mm, okay. Like I I like whenever I do spells or anything, I I know what sound is supposed to be there, like I remember it. And it's like sometimes it's missing, sometimes it's super loud, sometimes it just doesn't even make it's like it's a totally different sound. So I'm like, hmm. this is weird. And like the sometimes the sounds like the monsters make real their sounds are really, really loud and blow out your ears. Yeah. So it's it's really annoying. But other than that, 
it's it's fun. It's like I'm used. To, I can play the game. It's fine. It's just the weird sound problems that I've noticed. So I am ex thinking that they're running into the same exact problems with remastering Grandia. So hmm. or they're running into a lot of problems. And since this is like a real really like unknown developer, they're probably having a hard time with it. So that's probably why we're not seeing that much. You know, this was my thought. I'm, you know, typically when they do a HD remaster, they're doing one of two things. One, they're doing what Capcom likes to do and just re-release something on everything just to make a quick buck, which, hey, people buy them, then why not? Or they're testing the waters to see if they can make another one. So I'm wondering if secretly, Game Arts hasn't made a game in a long time. I'm wondering you want, you want if they're making, as they grow... So there's Grandia 1, 2, 3, Extreme, and isn't there another one? No, that's it. Okay, so maybe Grandia, Grandia 4. Wouldn't that be awesome? I don't know. Would it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. If it's done right, and it has a good story. And doesn't fall apart at the end like Grandia 3 did. Oops. Yeah. Grandia 3 was good up until the moment where they're on the boat and the party splits. And you're like, well, okay, let's go to a new adventure. And then the game just like completely falls apart. Like everything's rushed. There's story bits that like don't make sense. I'm like, what's going on? It was so good up to this point. And then that's the point where you know that they lost the budget. Or their yeah, budget. exactly. Exactly. Yep. The budget got cut, or they were running out of time. It's like, ah, crap. We just gotta finish this. Yep. Like Xenogears, same thing. But yeah, so I've been playing uh, Grandia 2. It's fun. I love how cheesy it is. Mm. Um. It's a lot darker than Grandia. Grandia's mm. like end game is kind of dark, but this is just starts out dark because it's versus the light and dark. And I'm just joking. It is versus light and dark, but it's uh the, the story things that happen are like really dark, like children dying and jeez, yeah, <laughs> people getting possessed and stuff like that. It's a uh, it's interesting. I like <laughs> I, I enjoy it, and I wonder what I missed because there's scenes that aren't in the PS2 version, that are in the Dreamcast version. Hmm. So I really want to see what what's, what's what, what happens. Hmm. Interesting. Because it does seem like... I remember in PS2 times, there's there's like a scene that didn't feel like... I felt like I was missing something. I was like... When Not did, enough context. Yeah, was, some I was like, when did these characters get this close? When did they talk about this? This doesn't make sense. I felt, I felt like that. I wonder if that's either just bad writing on their part, or yeah, I actually missed something. I don't know. But the game's fun. So, so is the PC version supposed to be like the Dreamcast version that, that's the better version or whatever, or has the most content? It should, yeah. I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't. Okay. But the thing about Grania 2 is it was made during the era where 3D games looked weird. You know. They were coming to their own. That was like a yeah, PS2, Dreamcast, GameCube era. It wasn't quite block hands like Final Fantasy. No, it wasn't then. It was like but... it was like when the graphics got crisper, the imperfections of the 3D models were more prevalent. Mm. So it just looks weird. But like none of the characters have mouths. Oh really? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it looks weird, but you just use your imagination. Like, okay, okay, I get it. It's fun, but it's still the same exact game. Uh... 
<laughs> Grandia gameplay that you all love. I don't know if you all love it because I don't know if you guys played it, even though I've recommended it multiple Play times. It. Play it now. So let me ask you this. Of all of the games, some you've never played, there's games on the backlog, there's games I've recommended. Why Grandia for the fourth time? What made you want to play it again? Uh, I wanted to get my love to... I wanted to play a classic JRPG. I wanted to feel like I wanted to play something that would make me happy. You know, mm. make me feel nostalgic. Because I wanted to play JRPGs again. I didn't want to play a modern one I just played, like Cold Steel. Like, I got finished that. But I was like, I want to play something classic. I want to, f I want to get the feeling that I'm sitting in my garage, it's raining outside... Or in the couch, or on the couch bed, and we're just playing some, you know, JRPGs. Nice. You know, you, you know that feeling. That's what I want. That I want that back. Oh yeah. That that garage, Taylor. That was awesome garage. I remember it you. Sure was. I remember you dropping Final Fantasy Tactics on the ground, and then I remember you going, "Oh crap!" <laughs> I don't know. Where <laughs> That's I, really I, random. I just, I just, it was that bright on my brother's birthday. Uh -huh. And we were playing Final Fantasy Tactics, and I remember we were switching it out, and you took out the, you took it out of the PlayStation One, and you dropped it, and you're like, "Oh crap!" That's all I remember. <laughs> and I always, I was, I always wondered, like, why did he react that way? Nothing happened to the CD, but did I it? was probably just like, "Oh no, I broke their game." Yeah, and I was probably worried that it broke or something. But... It's Final Fantasy Tactics, the greatest game ever made. No, gotta buy another one. I wonder if that was the year that you bought. My brother Grandia or Tales of Destiny? I don't remember. I remember giving him Grandia at school, even, I think, if I remember right. And it was Tales of Destiny was one birthday, then the next birthday was Grandia. I remember these things. Because I played them. My brother didn't play them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Taylor. Hey, at least it got used. Except Brian didn't play Tales of Destiny. He beat it. and I was, Really? Yeah. I watched him play it first before I played it. Interesting. But I was also seven, eight, nine, around that age. Yeah. I remember your mom and dad back then were very protective of you guys playing stuff like that. Like I remember I brought Final Fantasy VII over one time. I very vividly remember this. This was at the old house next to Camel Christian. Mm -hmm. I remember. I remember you bringing that. I remember. I was. I was at like the end of the game, and I was like, I had some. Materia combo. I'm like, oh, blah, 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 magic. And I said magic. And then I remember your dad yelling from the other room, there's that word again. <laughs> well, that's like, because you literally play a card game called magic. I think, that's, I think that's why he heard that. That's why he said that, because he's talking about Magic the Gathering, because my dad's such a magic nerd. And still is. Yeah. But he made it sound like it was a bad word or no, something. No. Oh, there's that word magic again. My dad doesn't care about that. That's my grandma. Yeah. yeah. Or my mom back in the day. She would just come in and be a big Godzilla monster and wreck all the Legos. <laughs> now the story goes like this. Story time with Nick. <laughs> so my brother and I had this big Lego castle. Which I found out, by the way, which wasn't the biggest Lego castle at that time. We had, like, the mini huh. one. And we thought that was huge. And, um... <laughs> we were just... My, my brother and I were, like, playing Micro Machines or something like that. And she comes into my room... And then she's like, what are you doing? And throws the <laughs> Lego castle on the ground. And it just explodes. And we're like, no! Why did you do that? <laughs> That's what... Uh, something happened then 
We made it. We made, every time we talk about it at family gatherings, we always make it more ridiculous. That yeah. my mom just bursts in the room. He's like, "I'm angry!" Picks up the Legos, throws it against the wall, brings out like a vacuum cleaner, starts vacuuming them up, and starts laughing maniacally. <laughs> Sometimes there's a flamethrower involved. We, just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And we're just, when everyone's just doing what you, Taylor's doing, just laughing the hell out of it. I don't know what happened, but somehow, realistically, being serious here, somehow, my mom came into the room, and the Lego castle exploded. <laughs> my guess is she either slammed the door open, or she was cleaning and accidentally knocked it over. Yeah, and somehow that turned into... A story where my mo mom bursts through the room and destroys her Lego castle, laughing at us, and then, like, destroying it, and we never were able to build that castle again somehow, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. But it's a good well, they, You guys do call her the evil stepmother or whatever, <laughs> even though she's not your stepmom. Um, <laughs> or she's Maleficent, yeah. you know, she calls it, She calls herself that. We don't call her that. Oh, that's fitting. <laughs> Uh, good times. But yeah, there's a bunch of stories like that when we were younger. Just random things that happen. Good times. Like, my brother's, uh, lizard. He had a lizard? He had a lizard, you know, back in the, back in the house next to the Camel Christian. And I remember we came home one day and he was laying on his back. And we didn't know why. And Brian just touched him, and he just went. <laughs> That's literally what he did. Just popped in the smoke. <laughs> he could have been dead for more than a day. That's a, we don't know. That That's decomposed. <laughs> I was scarred for life, guys. I gotta ask Brian about that story, because I'm sure he'd make that same exact sound effect. <laughs> I don't know, I think he might have thinks that we, he just came and saw that half his body was gone. Uh -oh. I don't know. I just remember, I vividly remember this him bursting, like his, this his torso just... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Just like... Just like having a carrot in a pool for a really long time, I just remember there was a carrot in the in the public pool that we have, and I touched it and it went, <gasps> just disintegrated just by me touching it. And I have really strange memories. You sure do. How about that memory uh, at when we were leaving your house and everyone just peed in the pool? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was then, that was a thing. And then Grayson's like, I don't take a crap in it. It's like, all right, let's let's, uh, <laughs> let's take it back a few steps. Yeah, I remember seeing the lizard in there too. It probably would have went, okay. probably would have went in there too if we touched it. <laughs> all right, story time's over. What have you been playing? <laughs> I forgot what we were even talking about. Um. So I started and finished um, A Plague Tale Innocence. And so for anybody that doesn't know what this game is, it um, 
it's sort of a stealth adventure type game. Um, God, it's really hard to describe if you've never played it before. Um, but so essentially, the setting is the thirteen like when the Black Plague is happening and the rats are infested with the plague and they're killing everybody, and so. Um, your brother has this illness and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with him. And it's not the plague, it's something else. And so you're a rich family and one day all these troops storm your house and you, you and your brother escape and you're just trying to figure out what's going on. So it's a lot of like, you have to hold his hand and you're stealthing around and you're picking up uh, uh, objects and stuff. And at some point your character gets a sling and that's your weapon. So you can like hurl rocks at guys. You can uh, distract guys so you can sneak behind them. There's different types of things you can put in a sling. Like you can put fires out. You can light things on fire. You can make people's helmets disintegrate. Um, yeah, like that's right. Uh, and it looks visually, the lighting and the environments is stunning. This game looks so good. And I did some research. The studio is only 45 people. And you look at the game and it looks like a 200 person triple a game it's crazy um now the more you play it the more you see where um they cut, they flaws are well it's not that they cut corners there's only so many people i didn't think there was any uh, corners cut but like the facial animation is not nearly as good as like something from like naughty dog or something santa monica or any big triple a studio like the facial animation is really lacking mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um but mm -hmm. the the environment details are really good. And yeah, it's just a good story about, you know, siblings trying to survive and cool gameplay, really intense with the rats, like the rats. Um, and the fungus that like affects the, the humans and they turn the clickers and they're... Nope, the rats just eat people, the end. <laughs> they eat people. Yeah. But uh, they don't like the light, so there's a lot of light puzzles where you have to light things on fire, or push brazers or... Do the rats have red eyes? No, they have yellow eyes, I think. Red. Yeah, but it's good. It was I. I bought it forty five dollars after tax. Is it worth it? Forty five dollars. Uh, yeah, it was really long. Actually, I think it was like fifteen hours or something like that. I did not expect it to be that long. I started it on a Friday and then I didn't finish it until like that next Tuesday. But I, over the weekend, I played a lot of it. Um, yeah, it was really good. I quite enjoyed it. So if you're look, it's very story heavy. So you have to be willing to. Get it, you know, be in it for the story, and you have to enjoy stealth gameplay because there's a lot of stealth. But uh, it's good; I enjoyed it. Taylor would recommend. Taylor enjoyed a game with a lot of story, a lot of world building, and a lot of slow stealth missions. What is this world? I don't know. It's weird. I just don't get it. What's next? What's next? Um, I don't know. Um. I still need to get under two hours in my Ease 8 speedrun, so I'll probably do... And you're so close. 46 seconds. I'm so close. That's like, do better on one boss fight, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I also started replaying or playing Monster Hunter World again today. I, I read about that. I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, well, so why what sparked that? Why now? Uh, well, you know, the expansion's coming in September, so I want to be ready, and I'm pretty behind on gear and stuff but what really like ultimately pushed me is there was a new game that came out 
I don't know if it was Friday or Tuesday, but it was a game called Dauntless, and it's a free-to-play Monster Hunter game. And it's the art style is like looks like Fortnite, kind of that cartoony. Does it do the know. dances as well? How do I know that song? It's everywhere, man. Can't escape it. But um, no dances really. It, it but the thing about it, it was just so mindless. It was just like spam, 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 dead. Like there was just no thought. And the game ran really bad on consoles. It's really framey. Um, and there was a queue. I haven't seen a queue in a game in a long time. <laughs> I had a queue. I had a queue. Well, you're playing WoW Classic. That makes sense. I know. That was the, that, la that, that, was the that, last exactly time I that. saw a queue. I was like, I remember this. Uh, WoW Classic. It sure is classic. Now i got to wait three minutes to go into this realm. <laughs> Granted, it didn't take that long to get through the queue, but it was just really odd to see a game with a queue. Um but yeah, ultimately, it doesn't have the weight of Monster Hunter. It doesn't have the strategy. It just didn't feel as good. So I'm like, you know what? Let's boot up Monster Hunter and try to remember how to play this game. And I did some hunts. I'm still behind. I need Maddie and some other people like Smash to Let's help ask me. Smash. Smash is going to be overjoyed hearing that you're playing this game now. He apparently, a lot of those guys have to work today. But you know, Memorial Day is Monday, and I we decided to take the day off. So, um, yeah, tomorrow and Monday, I'm going to get back into Monster Hunter and, like, figure out what's going on. Gear up. Iceborne, come in September. The new expansion, apparently it's as big as the main game, which is crazy. But, uh, it's nice. It's yep. Nice. Uh, you know, I, at this point, you know, life is hectic. Lots of, you know, work's busy. Money is unpredictable. So I, what I'm trying to do is, like, in the past, I would just buy a bunch of games and play them and it didn't matter. What I'm trying to do now is look at value which is not always the best way to do it because you could have a 100 hour game that's boring man i was but... i was just so hyped it was like because i thought you were gonna say you know what i gotta play the games that i haven't played before i gotta save my money i have all these games that i haven't played on my shelf but no no you didn't say that Taylor, there aren't I'm... that many on my shelf that i haven't played <laughs> you have lunar 2 get on that that's nah, too old I'll never be able to play it. Yeah, probably. All the old PS1 games I'm never going to be able to play again. That's correct. They're going to sit there as nice collector's items, but unless it's Final Fantasy or something I've played before, it's just going to be too old. Hey, which ones do you still have? I need You need to tell me this. I need to know which ones you still got. So, you know, I think Tales of Destiny is playable. I have not... I never beat Tales of Destiny. I still have that. I have pretty much every Final Fantasy game that's on PS1, including all the ports and stuff. So, I could tell you what's going to annoy you with Tales of Destiny. The random encounters. Mm. That's going to bother you because there's a lot of them. So you're going to always... The combat's fun, though. Which I, is... Yeah, but, but it's still, you're going to be like, Ah, oh, there's so many battles! So you're always going to be using a holy bottle. And there's some cryptic stuff. Hmm. This is why you have the PSM. And you're like, okay, where do I have to go? Okay, i got to go there. Yeah, I'll have to keep a guide open for sure. <laughs> You know, I will say that there is, um, I have some PS2 games. I've never beat Radiata Stories. I feel like that is a really unique time for RPGs where it's like, it doesn't look bad. Like on PS1, there's a lot of PS1 games that just don't hold up graphically. And they were getting into voice acting, they were figuring it out. And it was like, right before PS3, before it was too much production to make towns and stuff like that. So I think there's like I, Rogue Galaxy is another one I've always wanted to, say to Rogue play. Galaxy. But you can play that um, on your PS4. You just buy it. 
But like, yeah. Let's move into another thing. I, I don't know why. I forgot. Uh, do you see that news about the PS4 or PS5? They're they're uh, saying that they want they're they want capabilities for CD, DVD, Blu-ray, digital. So that means PlayStation One games, PlayStation Two games, PlayStation Three games, and PlayStation Four games. Wow. So if we could play all that, that would be amazing. Yeah, that, that all those other consoles up and never. That's worry the about only it again. reason why I would buy a PS Five. It's just oh, I could play all my old games on it now. So hopefully that's true. I really hope it. And I would pay seven hundred dollars, six hundred dollars for it. I, I wouldn't mind that because it's, it's like the ultimate PlayStation. I play. It would suck to have to pay that much, but. I, what I would probably do to offset is sell all my old consoles. I'd never... If I can avoid ever booting up the PS3 again, that would be amazing. Because that is such a clunky interface, and it's so slow, and I don't like the controller. It just feels weird when you turn that thing on. I don't know why. It just feels weird. It sure does. So we... Uh, uh, I have, you know, a PS4 in my room. That's where I watch movies and streaming stuff. And then stuff. in our living... Yeah, like Netflix, Crunchyroll, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that hentai, hentai Haven, you know, all the good stuff. That closed down, but, you know, <laughs> we know, we know. Um, but, uh, yeah, just so downstairs in our living room, we, the PS3 is our, like, media thing, and it's just so weird to mess with that. It's really weird. <laughs> I have my PS2 right here, and right on top of it is my PS2. And I need, to, I need to use those still to play my old games, but... Yeah, what I do. If it could also make them look better and run better, dude. Nino Cooney in sixty frames per second and like upres a little bit. Boy, okay. I don't think it's gonna add frames, but it may it may keep the frames steady. I don't know, maybe. But uh, yeah, we could, we could hope. hope. It's gonna have a lot of processing power. They've been doing this demo. I don't know if you've seen this. The Spider-Man one. The Spider-Man one, yeah, like where it loads faster and in uh, fast travel and stuff like that. Cool, because it's going to be solid state now. So that's going to make it more expensive, but I don't think it's going to be 400 I think minimum five, 500 I Yeah, I don't mind. What is that? Half a paycheck? Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Save it up for like, you know, come on. Come on. Just, get two, just get two jobs. It's fine. Or just... What was the old PS... Three saying it's gonna be so awesome. People are gonna get two jobs just to have one. Really? Yeah, oh, dude, that press conference is legendary for how arrogant Sony was. Five hundred ninety-nine U.S. dollars. Just two thousand six. I just know the memes. I never really watched it. Uh, Giant enemy crabs. I, yeah, I just, I just know the memes. <laughs> have you watched? Okay, man, we're going on a lot of tangents today, and we still haven't talked about E three. Um, have you ever gone back and watched old E threes? They, yeah, they're bizarre. It's almost like a bunch of people in a room and a TV. It's not no, like no, no. Spectacle, I'm not talking but... about those ones. I'm talking about old ones like 2009, 2000, 2010, 2011. Those ones, they're so weird. Really? Yeah. I it... remember there's one where Kevin Butler comes out on stage and he yeah, we watched that one live. Yeah, that was awesome. I watched yeah. that one too. I was just try. I was trying to find where they first showed Little Big Planet. And then I realized it wasn't even at E3, so I go, oh, well, okay. <laughs> My bad. But it was just like, it was really weird to see how much E3 
evolved and to where it was now where it's a highly like a, a piling husk of a thing it's not the same well you know what it is now like it, it used to be like oh well let's come out and give us give you all this information about how how our sales are doing yeah. and all these graphs and charts and it's like nobody cares and they slowly got rid of the cut the fat cut the fat cut the fat and now everybody's just trying to copy nintendo yeah, which is fine like works for me <laughs> so let's move on to our topic of the day okay an okay. hour an hour into the podcast um our or what we're we doing our dreams of e3 what do we want yeah hopes and dreams, hopes and for, dreams e3. for e3 all right taylor do you have any right now do you have anything on your head because i have one that i really really want to happen all right Tales of Destiny remaster. Damn it, Taylor! <laughs> Ruined everything. <laughs> the only thing you ever want. No, no, no. It's not just that. <laughs> it's not just and that. If you listeners uh, did not know what I just did, I just walked away from my uh, my chair, threw my headphones yeah. on the ground. So mad. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so not just that, but. Uh, okay, I have a bunch. You have a bunch, okay? No, not really a bunch. I want. Persona 5 Arena. Teased or shown. Ooh, okay. I want Armored Core 6 to finally be shown. Because you know that's a thing. And it's been uh -huh. a thing for a long time. And then, of course, the Tales of Destiny one. Those are really the only things that I really want to see. I don't care. I don't want to see Cold Steel 3 out there. I'm sorry. I just don't want to see it. I mean, it'll be there, but just... Avoid it. I it's not going to be at the conferences. It'll be there'll be yeah. trailers and I, gameplay yeah, and whatever. I don't, don't want to see anything on that game. Media blackout. I'm hubering it. There you go. Smart. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's all I really like. Those are the big things I want to see. That's the things I really want to see. Persona Five Arena and Armored Core Six and Tales of Destiny. Hmm. And maybe the new Tales game, but you obviously know that's not coming. It's not happening. Um, I, you know, it's been... It, I think Tokyo Game Show might be the time to finally show whatever that is. They've been... Because it's been a while in America. It's been even longer in Japan since Berserius came out. They have really been taking their sweet time on that game. I really Usually, in the old cadence, there, there would have been a game out by now. And they haven't even talked about what it is. So. There would have been a game out and like another game out. Yeah, or another game, next game tease. They so. have they they only thing they've done is the re is the definitive edition, and they they For Asperia, yeah. yeah. So they're gonna be making another definitive edition. It's gonna be called the two D Tales games that you all missed, West. The definitive edition. The definitive edition. <laughs> That'd be amazing. If that's what it was called. All the two D games that you missed in the West, definitive editions. <laughs> it would have been awesome if it's actually all the two D games that we missed. But no. If anything, we're going to be getting Destiny and Destiny 2. That would be cool. Oh. I you won't would, shut up about that. So it would be awesome to get it. So I you would shut up. I would die a happy man. Yeah. Let's see what. Ooh, maybe Crossville. Maybe they announced Crossville. I. You know it's not going to happen, but what if. Yeah. Uh, we're talking have, hopes and dreams yeah. here, right? Hopes have, you, and dreams. have you ever just looked, you know, across the horizon and just asked. What if? What if? <laughs> exactly. That's what I feel. Uh, okay. And a lot of my what ifs came true this year. So 
I think of all those, the most likely is Persona 5 Arena. The only th reason I wouldn't say that is because Versus, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is not out, and obviously Arc System's going to be working on both of those. What? Is it coming out in June? The end of June, right? What? Versus. Grand Blue Fantasy? Yeah. And maybe in Japan. They I don't I have no idea who's publishing that game in the West. Is is uh Psy Games? It's just Arxis. No, 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 they're not gonna publish, you know, because they're not paying for it. Psy Games is paying for it. So there would be no way that they'd pay them to make it and then well well yeah, I think they will. Uh it, it is possible. My, my guess is that Psy Games is gonna make a a Western branch because they're gonna put out Relink and uh Project which they showed last year, which kinda looks like a Dark Souls, Monster Hunter kind of thing. I don't know. It's hard to tell what it is, but okay. So it's saying okay. So the beta test reverses is coming. It's the end of this month. So beta test. Yeah, that must mean that it's coming out at least. It's probably going to come out in summer. Yeah, August I think would be the perfect time for that game because it's right before the big rush of uh, you know of the fall and right after all the other stuff. So is it at Evo? No, it's not Evo. It's not an Evo game, right? No, it's not. So there, I, I don't think it is because I saw something about them sponsoring Evo. Oh yeah, Arxis has Arxism has like eight games there. Um, um, but yeah, it's like I think Evo's Dragon Fighter, Street Fighter Five, Smash Ultimate, Under Night and Birth, Blazeview Cross Tag Battle, Mortal Kombat Eleven. Yep, I think that's it. Sam Show. Samurai. Oh, Samurai Showdown, that's right. That's not, that game's not even out yet. That comes out this month, or next month, oh. June. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Very cool. Speaking are you gonna of fighting get, games... Are you going to get Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, though? Yeah. I was, I was saying, speaking of fighting games, I'm getting back into Blaze Blue Cross Tag. So nice. I want to I play Fighters again. I want to get back into the zone. Auto zone. Are they done releasing... Uh, DLC characters for that game yet? Nope. Wow. I don't blame them. That game sold really well. Just there, keep making characters. Apparently there was a, a leak or a data mine that showed up a bunch of characters' names in... I mean, it actually does say all these names in the game, mm -hmm. but, like, in the data mine. And there are a bunch of game uh, characters from Ruby, Arcana Hearts, and, um... What's it called? Sinran Kagura. But we don't oh, for cross tag battle. Yeah, I mean, fighters. I'm like, there's Ruby characters, Dragon Ball fighters. No, no, no. I'm talking about cross tag. No, uh, I meant, are they done making characters for Dragon Ball fighters? No. No, they're not done with that either. Okay. They still, they, they still have. Um, there's two characters. They really just. Oh, what are they? They just released uh, Goku GT. So when Goku's a kid. Um. Who else was what was who else was announced then? I'm gonna look uh, this up. Jirian, Jir, no, no, no. Yeah, Jirian. Uh, I know that the um, Gogeta is that is that already out? Oh, Gogeta, yeah, Gogeta. Gogeta is gonna be, uh, and then the the movie Brawly. But there's also another character as well. There's other characters that they haven't shown off. Okay, let's see. Master Roshi, Khalifa. No, um, those are all just hopes and dreams. Oh, no, about... Videl. Yeah, Videl. Videl was one of them. Videl... Oh, Videl's not out yet? No, Videl's out. So it was oh. Jirian and Videl. 
and then they just released Goku, GT, and then we don't know what the next one is, I think. I could be wrong about that. I haven't been following. Okay. Yeah, because Bardock was also out. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm just looking at characters, trying to think of who else they could put out that's not already out yet. Who's that new girl? Um, or to me, she's new. I don't really know what her name is, but she's got a scouter and she's green and got like a purple suit. Do oh, you know she's, from, about? she's from the movie. Chile? Yeah. Yeah, do you think they put her in? Chile? No. No. No, she's not a fighter. She's oh, a, she's not. She's a lobby Frieza army person. I mean, Videl's not really a fighter either, but she's in the game. Like, she wouldn't stand a chance against any of these characters. She's a fighter, but she also has Go Gohan as the great Saiyan behind her as well. Ah, interesting. I mean, she is a fighter, but they just made it so she can fight with them. Because she knows it's a fly in the anime, so it makes sense she can fly. Sure. That's like uh, having Yamcha in there. What, like, what's the, There's like a story reason why they can all fight each other or whatever. That's true. There is actually, but that doesn't really, it's just it's a game, guys. Come on. But Yamcha's really good, by the way. Hmm. But yeah, I'm trying to get back in fighters. I just bought a new stick because I really want. It's like I'm putting money down. I want to get back into it. So guys in the Discord, let's play some cross tag battle. Let's go back to uh, E3, because we have been going on a lot of tangents today. Uh, Taylor, your hopes and dreams. My hopes and dreams. Um, mine's a simple hope, dream, whatever you want to call it. I want to see Tifa gameplay of uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, okay. and I want, re I want a release date. Oh, we, need, that's, we need something more spicy, Taylor, because we already know Final Fantasy VII. Oh, fine. Here's one. Give me Final Fantasy Tactics 2, baby. There you go. There you go. Let's go. Where is it? It's not E3 without us saying Final Fantasy Tactics 2. You know, even I was Hubert was talking about you know E3 hype. I'm like, come on, man, help me get Tactics 2 to happen. He's like, all right, it's happening because all his hopes and dreams happen. He got Shenmue 3 and all these other things. Resident Evil 2 remake. It's time. It's time for Tactics. If nothing else, I would be happy if they ported it. Like, if they're like, hey, we're going to be porting it to PS4 and Switch and PC. The War and then, of the Lions. Uh, yeah, War of the Lions. Yep. And maybe even add, like... I would be okay if they even added a couple other things. If they made, yeah, like, um... What's his name from 15? Noctis or something? I don't I don't care. Like, yeah. add That's some guys. Here, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just to test the waters. You know? Test That's the waters. That's all they need to do. And it's going to sell like hotcakes because it's the best game ever made. And, um, I'm just joking, guys. Calm down. Sit down, Kimpy. Mm hmm And, um, it's this test of waters, and then they'd be like, oh, okay, we'll make a new Final Fantasy Tactics. So, another thing that would be kind of neat is they, um, Capcom has this tradition at E3 where they announce a game, and then it's out January. And they've been doing that last three years, three or four years. Did it with Resident Evil 7. They did it with Monster Hunter World, and then they did it with Resident Evil 2 Remake. So they said that there's going to be, they have a game in the pipe that is going to make fans happy or something. So there's a couple things that it could be. A lot of people are saying Dino Crisis. I don't know about that. Um, you know what it's going to be. Some people are saying either Mega Man X9 or Mega Man Legends 3. My real secret hope is that it might be Breath of Fire uh, seven. A new Breath of Fire. Yeah. What do you think it's gonna be? 
Marvel versus Capcom Four. Nah, I don't think people care anymore. No, Especially no, no. Infinite. What's gonna happen is it's gonna be a redone Infinite. It's like we heard you. It's infinite gameplay, but it has X Men and all this and all these characters. Well, thank you. And it will sell like hotcakes. This fix the graphics. It will sell like crazy. I, I bet you anything. That's what happened. But I don't know. I'm just joking. I mean, it, it could be. There's been rumors for a long time that they are redoing. They're kind of repacking it for, like you said, with X Men and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You know, uh, Max Dude, Maximilian Dude, he made a really interesting video. He said, "What sells fighting games is not simplified mechanics; it's characters. That's why Smash sold so well. It's got 70 characters or somebody for everybody. Uh, same with, you know, Dragon Ball. People love Dragon Ball. It needs, it needs, it needs good characters, and it needs a look." Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Good look, good good roster. Because gameplay, because gameplay doesn't sell. Because Marvel vs. Infinite has amazing gameplay. It just looks like doo doo. It's yep. I remember when it was first revealed at PSX. I was like, oh, this looks rough. And you're like, ah, they'll fix it. And they then they, they totally did. Fixed it. Because yeah. they <laughs> fixed, I they would fix it too. They, I was like, no way. That's the final look. Because they There's fixed no they fixed Street Fighter Five. When they first showed Street Fighter Five, it looked rough like that, and then it looks like. It looked way better when it was released. So either so, either it's good. I have a feeling either way. I have a feeling it's gonna be a fighting game. The, the only reason why is because it's a, been a long time since they released a new fighting game, and they're saying it's something yeah. that fans want. So it's not gonna be a new Street Fighter. It could be like a new Darkstalkers or like a new Capcom versus or is a Capcom All Stars. You know what people have been asking for a long time for is a Power Stone. It'd be cool to have a new Power Stone. I don't know why people enjoy that game so much. It's alright. Guys, come on. It, you know what it was? I, I played that in the arcade a lot. To me, it, it was like the best substitute for Dragon Ball. Because there was no Dragon Ball games. Because it was like, you go around, you collect the orbs, and there's one guy, when he collects, you, like, you power up when you collect all the orbs or whatever. Or you collect all the Power Stones. And um, one character... Stones? That's right, yeah. <laughs> there was one guy who basically like went super sane. He could do like Kamehameha's and stuff. So that's my memory of that game. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like playing a Dragon Ball Z game. It's amazing. You I know, know there's like a million of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, um, that's why this guy is the best game ever made. We have a clip. We have a clip. Especially saying that. You know, me saying that. This it's, guy it was, is the best game? Not this guy. Destrega is the best game oh, ever Oh, Destrega. I was like, this guy? What? <laughs> I meant Destrega. Dang, I ruined it. Um, yeah, so that... I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I would like for them... This is not really like a big crazy thing, but it'd be cool to get gameplay of Persona 5 Scramble. I think I'm the only one excited for that game. I'm really excited <laughs> for that. Because I love... You know, your mileage with Warriors games... When I say you, I mean people in general. Mm-hmm. Mileage varies depending on the franchise. Because I played a bunch of like Dynasty Warriors games and it bored me. I didn't care. But then I put pl- I put in like a hundred something hours into Fire Emblem Warriors. So, and that's funny because you've only played two of them. That's right. But most of that game was Fates characters right? are Fates. Yeah, Fates and Awakening. There's a couple like old time characters like Marth and Lin. And stuff like that, but the most of them are the. See, I know, I know Lynn. I know Lynn. I played as Lynn in the Game Boy game. I know Lynn. She's the best character in Fire Emblem Waking. She is like. They're still on now. They're still releasing characters for that game. You know that? No, no, they're not. 
No, they're all out. Look at the news. There's some news that they just they just Fire Emblem Warriors. They're putting new characters out. Yeah. Okay. Fire Emblem Warriors deals. I feel like I would have heard about that. Let's see the third. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's all. No, that's all out. Oh wait, you wait. might have seen. It's no. probably for the mobile game. There's a lot of Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh yeah, I think that's always it. Yeah, because they they've been doing a crossover thing with uh, Dragalia Lost. So uh, my guess is that's probably what you saw. That's probably what I saw. I'm wrong, guys. I admit it. I'm wrong. Thank you. I'm right. Um, but yeah, that would be awesome to get um, yeah, tactics. I would have said but, uh, Final Fantasy VII if we didn't see it, you know, in the last state of play. I couldn't believe it was at the state of play. There, all the rumors were like it's happening. You guys are dumb. The last state of play was terrible. They're not going to put Final Fantasy VII remake in it. But I was happy to be wrong there. Um, yeah. So Persona Five Scramble. I, I'm going to say this again. I cannot believe there has not been a Final Fantasy Warriors yet. I can't believe it. That is like a perfect franchise to make a game like that out of. There's, they're all melee characters, or most of them. There's a ton. Like There are so many characters you can pick from. It doesn't. I don't understand why they haven't made that yet. I can't believe they haven't made a legit fighting game of Final Fantasy. Or Tales, old... for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Arc system, get to work. Yeah, there you go. Oh man, I would, um, I would love to see a Tales game, a Tales fighting game, the real Tales versus. Hmm. So I had it. I have Tales versus. It's on the PSP. Tales of versus. Isn't that kind of like a Smash Brothers game, sort yep. of? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of Grand Blue Fantasy, I would love for them to show a lot of gameplay for Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. The only reason I think they won't is because it's a PS4 only game and Sony's not going to be at E3. But it'd be fun if somehow something was shown because that we've been waiting on that game for a long time. So yeah. it'd be cool to see something of that. I'm trying to the, when I think of like predictions and hopes and dreams, I'm trying to think of what's realistic. Like what? Oh, here's a wild one. Let me throw a wild one your way again. Sony, I know Sony's not at E3, mm -hmm. but Blue Point is working on another remake remaster and they only work on sony franchises and i think it would be awesome legend if they did a remake of legend of dragoon that would be so awesome uh there is a big fan base for that and i'm i can't believe they never made a sequel or never did more with that there is a diehard fan base for that game and yeah, i think fun, the yeah. most likely thing is that Blue Point, the rumors right now is that it's Demon Souls, but um, I'm really hoping it's Legend of Dragoon. I don't know what, yeah, I, that's my thoughts. Like, dude, we were like, who cares? Like, don't do Demon yeah. Souls. Guys, who cares? Who cares? Um, I'm trying to think of if there's any. Oh, you know what would be really cool? Bravely Third. I would love for Square to announce Bravely Third. They're teasing it, right? They've been teasing that for a while. That team has been quiet for some time. Now, I don't know if they've... That's the same team that works on Octopath Traveler. Um, but I would love for them to have a Bravely collection put on Switch and everything else. And then release Bravely third on modern consoles. 
I still need to play, play Bravely Second. I have not played it, but I love. But you game. want you. <laughs> <laughs> I want the third one. It's like a bite again. I, I want the third one, but I haven't played the second one yet. But I want that third one. Give it to me, Square. You make me laugh, Taylor. Uh-huh. Uh, Unpredictable. You don't know how my mind works. It's just crazy. It doesn't make sense. You don't make sense. Yeah, yep. I think that's it. But let's answer one question. Just one. Just okay. one, all right? Just one. Make Ta it a good one. Because Taylor needs to sleep. He needs his beauty sleep. Uh, it's from Abe, so it's going to be weird. <laughs> uh, E3 is dead, baby! I think it's a good idea for these shit conferences to stop and just do what Sony and Nintendo are doing with their direct and state of play format. That being said, what will you miss about E3? I will miss the cringe and the memes. It was fun while it lasted. Press F for E3. I mean, to me, the best part was taking Monday off, getting wink stop, and then just watching all the conferences all day. That was... That was legit. How long that did we was, do? How many times? How many years did we do that? Four, at least three or four. More than that, More man. Than, yeah, probably. Okay, because I know it. We basically it started in 2013. I feel like because I went to two of them. I went to the one That's in 2010 true. and 2011. So because 2013 is when they re-revealed um, Final Fantasy 15 or Versus 13, 15, uh, and then. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would say, yeah, probably five, five or six, because we, we did it last year, right? So yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, so six years, yeah. And we always did a big party. We always made a thing out of it, so. It wasn't a big party, but we always For had, us, it was. It was we, fun. During the LHG cast, we had, like, live streams sometimes. That was, that was stressful. I'm, was... I'm glad that we did a stream so I could have my Final Fantasy VII remake reaction. Yeah, that was good. Catalog forever. It's I, I rewatch that every once in a while. It's the only time I can remember where my jaw literally dropped because there's like a, when I when I like am putting the pieces together, I'm like, holy shit, is this the Final Fantasy VII remake? I'm like looking at myself on the screen and I'm like, yeah. like you can watch the footage. My my jaw is literally just hanging open. It looks so stupid, <laughs> but I'm just laughing. I'm just staring at you because I'm like, I know, I know this is it. This is obviously it. That was yeah. a great. That was a great E3. That was a fun E3. That was like the, one of the best E3s ever. Yeah. And that game still um, isn't out, guys. This sure isn't. Neither is Shenmue Three, <laughs> for that matter. Um, but yeah, that's what I'll miss is just almost all the conferences were on Monday. You could you know wake up early, get Xbox out of the way, and then as the day went on, it progressively got better. Like. I didn't care about e, uh, EA, <laughs> but then Ubisoft was usually they had a couple games, and then ended with Sony, and they always had something awesome. So all I know is that it was always boring up until Sony, <laughs> because micro okay until Microsoft became the third party conference, because that's what it was always became. It's like the third party conference. All right, let's watch that and see what third parties are doing. It still is that. Um, I don't think uh, the two. I, I my my thing is the same thing as Taylor. I enjoyed watching them all throughout the day, just taking the day off. There's one. I think there's one year that I w did wasn't able to. Uh, what year was that? But it was taking the day off and watching the streams. I would watch them on game trailers. 
And I think I did that since 2007. Wow. Yeah, because I would always watch the PS3 ones because, or the Sony ones because it's like, yeah, PS3, yeah, PS3. Because I was the only one who bought a PS3 at that time. Because everyone was like, Xbox 360 is the best, man. Well, also, Xbox 360 had a, like, a, didn't they have a year head start or something like that? Yeah. They were out way earlier, and PS3 was super expensive. It was 600 bucks. That's, like, crazy. And I had one. I got lucky, though, because, like, that Christmas, that year's Christmas, I got, like, $500 of, like, nice. gift card money and everything, and it was all from Best Buy. And then, like, a couple days later, I saw that Best Buy was getting PS3s in stock. And I was like, Dad, we gotta go get this. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. And I was gonna get a 20 gigabyte, which was $400. I think 400 or 500 And they are like, oh no, we only got the 60 gig. I'm like, well, that sucks. I can't get the, I can't get a PS3. And my dad was like, don't worry. I'll, I'll cover it. So I got a PS3, and I got Resistance Fall of Man. Nice. And, and was Warhawk? The, no, Warhawk wasn't out that yet. Hmm. Oh my god, Warhawk. The first game, I'll never forget, the first game I remember you playing was Folklore. Playing that demo, I was I like, know. dude, this game looks amazing. Particle. Like, I just remember it looking so incredible. I'd never seen a game like that. It looks so good. This game's going to be amazing. Basic-ass gameplay and all that. But it looked good. It was kind of cool. Like, it was hack and slash, and then you had to, like, whip the controller to, like, suck the just... monster stole or whatever. Oh, man. The Vita could have been so much better. This is thinking about that. And I know that's a weird tangent, like a weird way to go because we're talking about PS3, but P the Vita had the same problem the PS3 had. It started with the stupid touch gimmicks. You know what really killed that was the expensive memory cards. That the too, memory yeah. cards were insanely expensive and they were proprietary, so there was no way around it. Yep. So if so, if that because that was that console was made by the PS3 era con the Sony. So if the Vita just waited a couple years and if released during the PS4 era, we would have had an amazing handheld. Sad to think about it, Taylor. It, yeah, well, you know what's funny is a lot of my all-time favorite games were Vita games. Um, they ported some, but some they haven't. It's my, still my all-time favorite game, Persona 4 Golden, Vita exclusive. Gravity Rush is awesome. Ease memories of Celseta is awesome. Although we might that's, be getting the PS4 version, and yeah, we're getting that's getting ported out the wazoo. Yeah. Uh, Tales of Hearts, which was amazing. I don't know. I didn't really use the Vita that much. The Vita was Trails. That's what Persona Trails, and then I played all my PS1 classics and my PSP games on it. PS1 classics. There's a you know indies dude like that was my uh, Rogue Legacy dude. I played the hell out of Rogue Legacy on the Vita. That's like the perfect Vita game. Oh my god. I remember when they got that got announced for Vita, I'm like, dude, I'm never gonna play anything else. I'm just gonna play that on my Vita all day. <laughs> um there's some good rhythm games. Luminous was really good. Electronic Symphony, I really like that game. Yep, yep, yep. I'm trying to think of what else. I'm looking at my games right now and I see Rayman. Oh, Rayman. Yeah, Rayman was fun on that. Yeah, he That's probably the, one of the best versions of that game. What else is, what is that? Oh, I had a... Yeah, don't talk about I that. Impo I imported a Senra and Kagura. 
on Vita. He totally... Oh, look at the camera. He totally did. Hey, That's hilarious. He was like, yeah, I poured this game called Send and Cogger. It looked cool. And he's like, it looks fun, so I just wanted to play it. I was like, I wanted to beat him up, and it really looked cool. And I was watching him play, and girls were like getting their clothes ripped off, and there's boobs <laughs> going like this. And I'm like, sure, Taylor. You just you thought the gameplay was fun. That's right. And then I'm in it for the game. In it for the plot, Nick. Yeah, I'm in it for the plot. in it for the plot. A Japanese only game. That's right. <laughs> and I was like, this game is never coming to the West. Now look at it. It became a huge franchise. Except now it's somehow it's getting more censored than yeah. it already was. Now, now it's now Sony is became... the series director quit and he's somewhere else now. Sony, yeah. Sony became Sony. <laughs> Sony, freaking cuck company. What a bunch of SJW cuck beta yeah. males. I know, right? <laughs> Can have sexy ladies, but you know all that blood and gore. That's fine. That's fine. Well, I never under got. I never understood that. That's so crazy. There's side boob. Destroy it. Don't get it. I don't get okay. it either. A lot of people don't get it. Japan doesn't get it. It's because they moved their headquarters to freaking California, and California is full of these beta male soy boys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not wrong! <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> and everyone's gonna be thinking, like, crazy Trump supporter. Alright, Nick, why don't you go hang out with Ben Shapiro, alright? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this is gonna be called Drowsy and Memory Lane. <laughs> starring, and guest starring Maddie. That's right. Just <laughs> starting that. She makes an appearance. Yep. Somehow. Somehow. He's here to go. God damn it! And, and the idea. And the idea. And the idea. And the idea. <laughs> and the idea. No one knows what that is. And no one will know what that is unless they know what that is. <laughs> Alright, so we're kind of out of it now. Taylor yeah. needs to go to bed because it's 2 a.m. And yeah. I need to get go to bed because it's 11 p.m. and I got work in the morning. But to, like, figure hope everyone has or had a good Memorial Day, even though if you don't have it off, because I don't think it's a world holiday. Nope. But yeah, we'll be back next week for our E3 prediction predictions, not our dreams. These are our dreams. So. I'll see you guys later. Taylor, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Get your rest. Put those weird colored things in the background somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll be back next week. See ya. See you guys.